Hello everyone. Welcome to an episode of The Throne Room with Beth Trossi. Next to me is my co-host Trenton. And yes, I apologize for my sponsor recording. VoiceOver decided to be weird and interrupt when I was doing and I should have put the damn phone on Do Not Disturb. We are going to have some fun analyzing things, but first... Let's check the news, shall we? Okay. So, for those of you brides-to-be who are wanting to get married, etc., David's Bridals is slashing prices of bridesmaids' dresses, and they have more plus-sized dresses for brides who are bigger. Obviously, I think that the little bitty skinny doll bride is... Not necessarily it. I don't necessarily like the idea of being skinny. And I'm not so sure. Anyway. In other news, the Super Bowl in Atlanta is coming to town. Well, the Super Bowl is coming to Atlanta on Sunday. Excuse me. Um, Pats and Rams. Who's rooting for the Pats? Who's rooting for the Rams? Who knows? Um, And what we're going to do on the Sunday of the Super Bowl is Trenton and I are actually going to watch the Puppy Bowl. Yes, the Puppy Bowl. I will explain what the Puppy Bowl is later on. But... um, I'll give you a clue. Excuse me, my my lip is being a mm, piece of skin hanging from my lip. Mm. My idea of watching the Super Bowl is the Puppy Bowl, like I said earlier. I'll give you a clue. Shelter adoption. So we'll we'll talk about that later. In any case, um, we're going to have some fun. And I'm going to analyze a YouTube poop that you guys might like. You guys are absolutely going to love it. It's um, Dr. Phil Demented. And I'll talk a little bit about Dr. Phil and why I like him. And why I like the YouTube poops as well. But I also like... There's another one that my friend Lavender says I should probably share this, but um, I'll do this one next week, but it's a, um, it's some YouTube poop of Donald Trump and a bunch of Republican candidates that were in a debate. It was John Kasich, Jeb Bush, Donald Trump, Carly Fiorina. Remember the Fox News debate? No, none of the controversial stuff is in there. But there is some funny stuff that they made Donald Trump say. It's really hilarious. So you guys are absolutely going to love it. And hopefully you've subscribed to this podcast via Apple, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Podcasts, uh, and that would be Android. Um... Gosh, there's a long list of distributions that you can go and get this podcast on. 
So if you would like to hear more of this podcast, just, um, just listen. (laughs) And don't forget to subscribe if you found this podcast. Welcome. If you are interested in doing an interview, download the Anchor app. I do have Google Voice on my phone and I'm trying to figure out, well, how do I find a recording of Google Voice? And I'm going to be doing an anchor interview with someone that uh, I've been friends with for a while. And she and I hang out on video a lot. Anyway, thank you all so very much for being so patient with me. I will get to the interview, the uh, YouTube poop analysis. So you guys are going to have some some fun and get the popcorn out. Let's relax. Let's have some fun. Recording. And here we are. Um, first, I'd like to introduce you to my Chromebook. The lovely Chromebook that is sitting in front of me. Let me wake this up. I am going to show you guys a really weird YouTube poop. A really weird YouTube poop. Yes. So, let's get in here. Um, let's see. Let's see, where in the world is... What? Okay, thank you. Um, Dr. Phil... Demented. Let me try this again. Having a search difficulty, people. And I get these reaction videos. I want to do my own analysis of it without reactions. So... Oh my god. Reaction. Okay. Hold on. Let me go to Dawn Dreamer. And then. Let's see. This is it. 
Right here, Dr. Phil Demented. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> so, I'm going to start this video. And it starts out with a trailer. Hold on. Let's do this. This is so weird. Jealous. And he pauses right there. He's really funny. And then pause. And now it shows the safe place. Oh my god, seriously? A safe place to what? People. <laughs> The following video, I have to make a disclaimer. This does not necessarily contain something too safe for the young kids out there. But some of it some of it's actually very very hilarious. Let me warn you. But let's keep going. Mm. This is funny. He does this twice. Dr. Phil, seriously, <laughs> I love Dr. Phil, he's a practical man, but this video is so weird. This little part here, he goes, he wants, he's, he's saying something called, the editor obviously had a real funny joke there, obviously, it was, I guess it was an inside joke, let's go. Look, I'm done being a fucking doctor. <laughs> In fact, I have violent diarrhea, cancer, AIDS, diabetes, and a bad ear infection, and a horrible case of eczema. Yes, I said eczema, motherfuckers. Pause. Um, eczema? Does Dr. Phil really have eczema, people? <laughs> this is so funny, guys. And uh, Jilly Juice will be featured in this video, by the way. Julian Emperly is going to come up and do her thing, but... The YouTube pooper, Don Dreamer, did this to Dr. Phil, and he's going to do something really hilarious to Julian Emperly. Watch this. Sounds impossible, right? Well, fuck you. <laughs> Fucking haters. <laughs> Take a look. It's healthy to eat 400 large hoops. You're finally going to give your body the nutrition that it's been missing. When you break down the cabbage and the hoops and babies and 400 fingers, your body's able to absorb it immediately. Jelly juice is a way to have access to parasites. It's healthy to eat lots of homosexuality along with coconut oil. Pause. Oh my god. Homosexuality and coconut oil? Homosexuality and coconut oil. Okay. I didn't know you could eat homosexuality and coconut oil. <laughs> Jillian, you're... This is actually better than the original episode where she says that she can cure homosexuality with her special juicy thing. Oh my god. This is, this, this is just outrageous. And it's even more outrageous in the poop right here. We have... Jillian Emperly doing some pretty strange stuff. Okay, here we go. Okay, Jillian. Um, wow. Yes. This would be like the biggest diarrhea in the history of mankind. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> well, we made some. Okay, awesome. <laughs> and uh, I've not tasted it. 
This is two and a half cups of cancer. Yes. Two and a half cups of cancer? Um, they're drinking a liquid in this one. Oh my god, this is tea. This is well, really you funny. Know, when you understand that the- oh my god, and then he cuts her off. <laughs> this is funny as hell. Oh my god. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So you want me to bang her? Absolutely. Um, Jeff Holiday, by the way, is awesome. Go check out his YouTube channel. If you have not done so already, subscribe to Jeff's YouTube channel. I'm going to see how much time we have here. Um, 12.07 p.m. Oh, my God. Looks like my screen got locked. Recording. Okay. 7.40. Add flag. Stop recording. Stop recording. Um, so we got seven minutes here. Jeff Holiday is awesome. He actually debunked the myth behind the Jilly Juice. And he made fun of Jilly Juice in several different of his videos called A Song of Salt and Poo. So if you guys need to check that out, if you haven't checked it out already, please do so. Just key in A Song of Salt and Poo into your YouTube search bar and you should find all his stuff right there. And my favorite one has to be The Wrath of the Poo Queen. It's really funny. Oh my god, it is hilarious. Anyway, keep going. Dr. Phil and Dr. Phil and Jillian Emperly. What are these people trying? Don Dreamer is the funniest guy ever. Look, he's actually satirizing the relationship between Jillian Emperly and Phil McGraw. He's got Robin, thank you. I would never want to see him do anything with anyone else but Robin. That's his wife. And the two of them are, well, they're married and they have grown kids and such. But, yeah. I think you are actually... Stop. They're not really asking Stop. Oh, no. They're getting cut off here. And then they get back into this narcissistic, narcissistic bitch. remix. Wow. It's really funny. Bitch. There's actually an entire video with this. I don't like that. Alaska is racist? What? Oh, okay. I may be missing half of it, but... Alright, listen. As I like to call it, about the secret tits. Oh no. <laughs> um, excuse me. Sex is not supposed to be a dirty subject. In my honest opinion, sex is just sex, okay? People love to do it, and that's just, well. Married couples do it because it's a bonding mechanism. It's good for the procreating, bonding, and all that stuff. But please, people. Uh, <laughs> oh, here comes one of my favorite parts. Play. Status. Okay, Paul, you thought this was a good idea to start with cuddling? Uh, I want right. to take you to dinner. Uh, can we have sex? Do you, you know. Um, mm. uh, 
Okay. Oh, and the video just kind of pauses for a little bit. There's another video. Okay, but sex with my sister Brittany. That how do you do that to Doctor Phil? <laughs> I understand the initial shock of him finding his grandmother's cock. I try to shift. However, sometimes I don't shift. I immediately went down to the courthouse to find. Wow, skillful editing right there, Don Dreamer. This is just completely weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> women don't have those things. <laughs> Remember, this is not necessarily safe for the young kids out there. <laughs> if you have kids in the room, sorry. Anyway. Okay, you, you say you've had about a dozen legit jobs. I did not know that. I'm going to break my son's call. Why? I don't know why. He calls a woman a slut? What? Dr. Phil doesn't actually do that in reality. But this is actually quite funny when you put that in the editing in, the, in this YouTube poop. Again, this is a YouTube poop. This is nothing more than a YouTube poop. But I absolutely enjoy breaking this video down and analyzing the hell out of these things. I will have another one next week in the analysis. Um, I'll probably do... Um, this other one, it was it's a Donald Trump YouTube poop by request. Um, it's one where at the end he's talking about pineapple and orange and other kinds of stuff. It's really funny, but then it's it's basically the big debate that I was saying like earlier. One of the demands that AJ makes on me is to fuck candy and ice cream. Pause. Fucking candy and ice cream. Okay. Someone give me some candy and ice cream to... Oh, God. Stop it. <laughs> well, eight years ago, 32-year-old AJ fucked his grandmother so he could audition for The Voice. AJ says his penis is for real. Now, Elaine and Rick say that his giant penis is fucking stuck in his grandmother's vacuum. You know, I don't know what to do. And that's that there's a pause here. This is actually kind of a funny, funny way to edit that, but I'll I'll only at I'm only gonna analyze this half of it. Whoa, there's a beep in there. Now this is a loop here. And I think I think Oh my god. <laughs> this is actually kind of the best inside joke about Dr. Phil I have ever heard. 
Now, to be quite honest, none of this has anything to do with my dislike or like of Dr. Phil. This is just a YouTube poop. People love doing YouTube poops. And right here, this is him being slowed down. and I'm just listening to this, this part here. This is just plain funny. Let's see what else. Um, this is just plain funny. I'm going to go ahead and stop here because the rest of it's just weird. And then he goes into the whole butt sex with my sister Brittany thing and it shows a jazzy kind of thing. I don't understand what is with people and the jazz thing. It's really funny. Um, let's see. Well, we've got our 15 minutes of fame for Dawn Dreamer. I am going to go into... I might go into some other stuff. Um, it's going to be pretty fun. Yeah. Stop recording. Button. Stop recording. Button. I don't know what these flags are for, but anyway, if you have a YouTube poop that you would like me to analyze the hell out of, please send me the link to the YouTube poop via Facebook, a Twitter message, or, well, a text message if you have my phone number. I won't give it out here. Um, <clears throat> I will be around to do another bit of 15 minutes of fame Stop recording. so yeah thank you all for very much for uh, enjoying the youtube poop analysis i will do a full analysis of a youtube poop next week again i said it was that donald trump one the one with the pineapple and all that stuff i gotta find it in my history and i may also do a spongebob one the, the week after i have a couple of favorites i want to analyze Stop recording. This is really funny. Anyway, thank you all very much, and time for the next little bit of stuff. Recording. It is time now to respond to some things about, um, I guess you all know, the voicemails, voice messages and stuff. Um... I don't know if I got any recent voice messages, so I'm just going to tell you guys how you can reach us here at um, the, um, whatchamacallit, <clears throat> how to reach us at the podcast here. If you'd like to reach me on Twitter, that is at ms underscore Denver Queen on Twitter, otherwise known as twitter.denverqueen.com. If you want to find all my socials, you can just head up over to denverqueen.com. Mastodon.denverqueen.com for Mastodon. The Facebook redirect is up there. Um, if you'd like to reach me on Periscope, follow my scopes at scope.denverqueen.com. If you have your Twitter and Facebooks connected there, then that's great. I will be able to track you down. You can't get away from me, no less. So I'm going to go ahead and stop here and um, I'm going to do some voicemails. I'm going to see if I got any voicemails. 
But, um, honestly, I don't think I do have any voicemails. Um, I'm basically going to need to collect fan mail first. But if you want to reach me via Anchor, you can leave me a voicemail right here on the podcast. Otherwise, um, if you'd like to talk about my podcast, we can do so in the new Viber community that I'm thinking about creating. I actually haven't created it yet. But um, if you are interested in learning more about the podcast, I think what I'll do is I'll do Zello and Viber. I don't know what you guys are thinking, but let me know. Two, eight, add flat. Stop recording. Anyway, thank you all so very much. Stop recording. Button. Recording. And again, I think all of you should be uh, sending me fan mail by now, but if you guys haven't sent me any fan mail, that's okay. I will look at voice messages toward the end of every podcast come Friday. Today I'd like to, um, talk about one of my favorite books. Um, so my favorite book series, if any of you guys wonders, it's... The Giver Quartet. Now, how many of you guys have read The Giver by Lois Lowry? Um, The Giver by Lois Lowry is an excellent, excellent, excellent book. Um, it's really excellent. I absolutely love the book. It's, it's so cool. It's a beautiful story. And it tells us a lot what, you know, love makes a family and everything like that. Because if you venture into the story, I'm not going to get too many spoilers out. I'm just going to say this. The main character's family does not love him necessarily. But, I mean, they take care of the, the children and everything. But, um... But you really need to read this book. It's it's a really good book. I would recommend that um, you read it. It, it. She gets a five star from me. But um, I also have another favorite book that I reviewed on Goodreads. If you follow me on Goodreads, you'll find a review of a book called City of Darkness, which I think is very relevant today. Ben Bova has been known to write sci-fi works of art about interplanetary adventures and other kinds of cool stuff but this one is an earthside adventure um that takes place in a manhattan dome that is of the future and we have we have people that are black and muslim and latina and other kinds of stuff they're all kept in the dome And you got some of the white kids that end up poor. The poor white children and white people, or they live there too. But here's the deal. Ron Morgan is a young man that lives out in the tracts. He goes, I want to visit New York City and have some fun. And his dad says, look, I'm tired of you running, running off on me. I'm sending you to business school. Ron says, I'm sick of you running my life. And after having a fight with his dad, he goes to New York City. But something really bad happens to him. His ID and wallet and card get stolen and things. So 
this is what happens. Ron is trapped in the dome for a year. And he learns what happens to kids who get trapped in the dome. And it's it's really weird because... Well, how do I explain this? Ron Morgan is a healthy white kid and you got all these black folks living under the dome. This book is a social justice debate waiting to happen, but I think it's a really great book. I think you guys will enjoy the adventures that Ron has throughout Manhattan. I think the it's a short book, but it's a very good book. But I think that Mr. Bova could have written a longer summary of the book. I think it could have gone about 600 pages and still been a good book. But the book is only 100 and something, 200 pages long. But I'll tell you what, though. It's, it's a very good book, though. I think that you guys might find there are questions and social debates that contend within the book. For example... Racial relations, social and race relations, and other kinds of stuff. It's it's really funny. It's just hilarious. Um, But um, some of these hilarious moments in the book. Not actually hilarious, but... um, Let's see. Um... But yeah, if you guys want to read a real good book, I think City of Darkness is your best bet. It's not necessarily a fun kind of read. It's not very comfortable. But um, there are a myriad of books that I will recommend. I'm actually going to put up a book list on my WordPress page as well so you guys can follow along and read some of the books that I've read. Um, I think that it's going to be a very tough, tough, read for some of you although there are some funny moments in the book like you know Ron doesn't understand why Sylvia lives in the city at first and I think that the character of Ron is very well developed throughout the book I see the setting is very weird one thing I want you guys to know about the grammar within the book is the apostrophes that are kind of apostrophes. They are not overused in the book. It's perfectly fine to have an apostrophe where non-standard English is applied. For example, with Sylvia, when she says, live in the city, live in the city, live in the city, she talks real quick and fast. You could kind of imagine the way Sylvia talks in this book. And she's one of the characters in the book. And Basically, what he did was he put live in th apostrophe city, the city, like non-standard the, but it's a very good non-standard the, and there's a lot of that kind of usage, um, and if you guys have any questions, I'd recommend you check out Eats, Shoots, and Leaves by Lynn Truss. It's it's a book about ap- apostrophes, dashes, commas, and airs and graces and other kinds of weird stuff. But if you if you need to have a little bit of a refresher course on grammar and stuff, I love that book. It's really funny because she puts like different things like the apostrophes. You know, she writes this whole chapter on apostrophes. 
and how they are overused or misused. And she, she even has examples in the book of weird things that go on, like in the, in this, um, in the, um, what is it? Sometimes they got signs. My favorite one was B-O-B comma S pets, Bob's pets with a comma in it. You're not supposed to spell Bob comma S. It's Bob apostrophe S. People are misusing commas or putting them in place of apostrophes. It's crazy. Um, But yeah, my favorite sci-fi book has to be City of Darkness. And there is quite a bit of weirdness in that book. It's kind of bit of social justice and all that good stuff. Um, The Giver also raises some social questions in the book. Um, A modern book that I would recommend as well would be the the Birthmarked Trilogy. Birthmarked is the first book in the trilogy. It's about a young woman who is supposed to be a midwife and she ends up she ends up in jail because her parents are in jail for helping others who are unadvanced and or don't want to be advanced to the enclave and all this stuff. It's actually a really weird book because like it kind of brings up this whole idea that disabled children are undesirable and I think those of us with disabilities would really find it very good. Again, I'd like to put a book list up on WordPress and I would like you all to go through it with me. If you guys have any questions about any of these books, they are all on Bard, NLS Bard. Some of them are Kindle. City of Darkness is not on Bard, but you can buy it for about $7 on Kindle. If you don't have $7, I would recommend trying to find the damn thing in your local library. If you do have a library card, that's a big thing. You'll need a library card. And yeah... Looks like my co-host is sleeping on the job. Oh well. Stop recording. Add flag. Nine. Um. I'm going to move on, and I'm going to um talk about my favorite food in just a bit. And yes, it's going to be quite a quite a bookish thing. I love books, so yeah. Stop recording. Time to talk about food. This is going to be really weird. Uh, Trenton, will you wake up, please? You're snoring. Trenton? Honey? You're asleep? What? Let me see. Computer, what time is it? It's 12.36 p.m. Oh, crap. Well... Time to talk about food, I guess. Trenton. Welcome to the Alexa Prize, a university competition to advance. What? The I'll get you the 2018 third place winner. Computer. Cancel. That's nuts. Oh my god, what the hell happened here? Sorry, my. 
Echo blunder. Sorry about that, people. Um. Anyway, Trenton, what do you think you're going to get at Panera Bread today? Because I... You want to get a bagel or something, or... Because they've got, like, paninis and sandwiches. You could get... You could always get a U-Pick, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you might want to get one of those. I love their Frontega chicken panini. That is, like, the best thing ever. Their Frontega chicken panini. Best thing ever. Um... The Super Bowl is this Sunday. I was going to talk about the Puppy Bowl... But, um, might as well. Uh, Trenton, are you looking forward to the Kitty Cat Halftime Show on Sunday for the Puppy Bowl? And watch it? Huh? Kitty? What the hell just happened? But you said you were going to get dressed at like 12.30 or so. (laughs) Oh boy. Um, She's going to be here at 1, so you might want to dress. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, the puppy bowl and Super Bowl food... Let's talk a little bit about that. So even if you're not going to Panera Bread, if you're totally bored with what the hell is offered at your local McDonald's for a Super Bowl, I would recommend, of course, everyone loves chicken wings. Trenton loves wings. That's all he ever talks about whenever we go to Old Chicago is chicken wings, chicken wings, and chicken wings. Okay. Chicken wings are good, but I'll be honest, I I don't know. I love chicken wings. I love chicken wings. I like barbecue chicken wings, and I like teriyaki chicken wings, and I do like sweet and sour chicken wings, but I don't like buffalo chicken wings because they're just, they're weird, and they they taste funny. I don't know. It's the taste, I guess. But, um... The the chicken wings are good, but not for dogs. Um, speaking of dogs, what is the Puppy Bowl? The Puppy Bowl is a Super Bowl for dogs and cats. This is an all-out effort on the part of Animal Planet to get dogs and cats adopted to shelters and so on. Dogs and cats in need of homes they they end up in shelters because their owners don't want them anymore i have a friend who adopts senior dogs so if you think a puppy is the best for you think again i think that adopting from a shelter would have been the best course of action to take and i don't like the idea of giving my child a purebred puppy for christmas i don't have any kids thank goodness and they're not going to be begging me for puppies. I want a puppy! No, 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 no. Kids don't understand the concept of puppy mills are bad. Puppy mills, if you want a good book to read on that subject, that would be um, Saving Gracie, how one girl, uh, one dog escaped one girl, 
Saving Gracie, How One Dog Escaped the Shadowy World of American Puppy Mills by Carol Bradley. That is a nonfiction book about Gracie, who is a little, the little King Charles Spaniel. She was rescued from a breeding operation closed by law enforcement, which contained the following breeds. It had um, Cavalier King Charles. It had um, what are those things called? Havanese and English Bulldogs. And then it had, um, Lervchen. Somebody actually, they had a Lervchen in there. And, well, the guy who was breeding them used to have Pekingese. And this guy was a, Michael Wolf used to be a dog show guy. So he used to do things like, you know, breed dogs for show and stuff. Well, I have a friend who is a small-scale breeder of golden retrievers, but she's not getting paid to do this, I don't think. She's more of a hobby breeder and stuff, and there are people who do that, which is a good thing, but ain't no way Teresa's gonna breed any of the dogs together, like the brothers or sisters or cousins. When she goes to find dogs to breed her dogs with, she usually looks up the entire bloodline of the dog. She does intensive research on the sires she mates with or the sires that she will inseminate her dogs with because she usually does female dogs. That's usually what she does. And she likes to have them, if they can be bred, they have to have all the sound body parts and everything like that. But, you know, that's just basically it. But some dogs don't make it that far, and they end up being fixed, which is kind of unfortunate, but okay. But um, dogs and cats in shelters, oftentimes, it's usually a date with a shelter is usually a date with death for dogs and cats. So it's up to us to adopt these dogs and cats or foster them if they come from different rescue groups. Because there are certain rescue groups that'll take like a certain breed of dog and cat. I remember watching the puppy mill two years ago and it was really fun. Um, There were many different heartwarming stories of dogs and cats. Um, Stop recording, add flag, seven, third, And the dogs and cats that were featured in last year's and the year before's puppy bowl all the participants are usually put up for adoption and you got team rough and team fluff which is actually kind of fun and i like how these animals get to play with balls and they get to they get to hang out with their teammates and they just have so much fun playing ball out there and just like they they just get to have so much fun and then they get to be adopted in the process But it's a great way to tell human beings out there about these shelter animals that really need our help. And it's just so weird. It's just so weird because, like, I don't usually watch this to Trenton wake up, 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 Kitty Winkle. You're snoring like a lion, Kitty Winkle, and I'm trying to record some stuff. Ten minutes? No, I know. Don't worry, everyone. 
I think this will be a lot of fun, though. Um, the Puppy Bowl is going to be quite an idea to watch, and they usually have the Cat Halftime Show, which is just cats doing tricks and such, dogs doing tricks and such. I don't care, really, how visual it is. One of my favorite profile dogs that they had up there was one named Tucker, and he got to be a service dog, which was actually kind of neat, and there were other dogs that came from homes where the owners didn't treat them well and stuff, or they were strays or whatever, and they have made it to the puppy bowl, and every participant is usually put up for adoption because these are shelter animals, and they, they're trying to put as many dogs and cats up for adoption in shelters, and there are many partner rescue groups and shelters for you to check out. If you'd like to see more of the same, go to PetFinder.com. And that will do it for us here on the throne room. I do apologize for any weird blunders there, everyone. The echo blunder, especially. (laughs) If you have anything you'd like to say, just say it to me on Twitter, Facebook, or a voicemail via Anchor. Otherwise, you can reach me via my socials at DenverQueen.com. That will be it for us, and thank you all very much, and um, have fun at the Super Bowl this Sunday. I'm personally rooting for the Rams. Again, thanks, everyone, and have a great day. Stop recording.